Good morning, good morning. It is Saturday morning for you, those of y'all that are listening to it when it comes out. Uh, let's see, a lot happened. I just want to know, did one of the bottom two jump up? I don't, I don't know. We got to see what's happening. There's a lot of movement. We got new teams. I don't, I don't know. I feel like the rest of the year, these, these last few games is going to be nice. It's going to be real nice. And boy, isn't it unfortunate. <laughs> so, that being said, I'm not just going to jump right into it. Uh, I want to speak about my unfortunate picks real quick. So, I went 2-2. Two and two. I was 2-0 and oh on Thanksgiving. And I was so happy. I was like, yeah, I'm going to finally get it. And then, you know, I picked the wrong unfortunate upsets. I mean, come on. Who saw the Falcons beating the Raiders 43-6? to six? Who saw that coming? And they don't play no defense? Why y'all wait all three years till now? Y'all couldn't do that. Y'all couldn't do that against New England? For a whole game? For real? In a Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm still bringing it up. It still bothers me. Y'all let Tom Brady come all the way back, but you shut down Derek Carr. What kind of sense does that make? Sorry, Atlanta get on my last nerve. Last nerve. And I mean, I really wasn't expecting Philly to beat Seattle. I was just kind of hoping that Seattle would have played bad enough. And um, man. And I was really hoping that the Jets offense would have showed up against Miami, but they didn't. And they lost 20-3. So I went two and two. Those are my unfortunate picks. Let's get to down to ranking the unfortunates. I don't know about y'all, but who's at number 32? All right, and coming in at number 32, we have the New York Jets. Did the defense actually play pretty good against the Dolphins? Uh, yeah. Um... Holding the Dolphins against 20 points when everybody seemed to be, you know, doing whatever they want as far as getting a W against the Jets. I really thought in the fourth quarter, I'm like, okay, it's 17-3. Um, I was thinking, man, they're they going to they gonna come back. They're going to get them. That's what I kept thinking, but hmm, just somehow it just didn't work. They ended up not scoring. You know what's funny? I think they put in Sam Darnold on purpose because I think when Joe Flacco was in the game, they were thinking, uh-oh, we might get a win. <laughs> Look, I know people hate Joe Flacco, but I don't. I love Joe Flacco. He will always be Joe cool to me. So... You know. But anyway, 
And what I, I didn't check Frank Gore's yards. I didn't check what Frank Gore did, but remember, you guys, Frank Gore is coming up on Walter Payton. We got to keep an eye on him. Um, let me know if you guys are rooting for him. If you're not rooting for him, hit me up, message me. Frank Gore, if you're listening, win or lose, man. I always like to see the underdog kind of like get there and like do something that nobody else thought that they would be able to do. Come on, Frank Gore, you can get it. That's the Jets, number 32, y'all. All right, guys, and at number 31, we got a new number 31, y'all. A new number 31. Jacksonville is no longer 31. Well, I mean, when you give up 40 points on Thanksgiving and you're supposed to be America's team. Sorry, dude. Dallas, unfortunately, you got to drop. I did call it. For those of y'all playing fantasy, I called it. I told y'all, I hope y'all started Gibson. Because if y'all did, dude scored three or four times. I honestly forget. (laughs) So, Gibson did well. Redskins killed him. So, <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's really all I can really say about him. Like, that's really all I can say about it. I just, okay, no, that's not. I can say a whole lot more. Ezekiel Elliott, I said I wouldn't sign him to that contract. I, I, I honestly said it. honestly wish he wouldn't have got that deal because he makes other running backs who are going to come out and be great look bad King Henry is the best running back in the league right now and yeah, even though he got a new contract, he still gets paid way less than Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I guess what happens when you have a, you know, a couple of good seasons off your rookie contract in the NFL. And I know that sounds really harsh, but Dallas Cowboys, the way I'll be front running. Honestly, I wouldn't be hating this hard if y'all would have paid that. I, I, I really wouldn't. If you guys would have paid that, I would not be this upset at y'all. But that's not why you guys are dropping. Offensive line is still hurt. Your running back plays like garbage. Andy Dalton. Colin Cowherd said that Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott are the same quarterback. I 
hope. I'm not going to say he's eating crow. I don't want to say he's eating any words. I hope somebody brings it up and rewinds it for him. Just to say, what in the heck was he thinking comparing Dak Prescott? What he's done with this team compared to what Andy Dalton hasn't done lately, which is a lot of nothing. The targets are different. The defense, corners are horrible. Your pass rush. You know what? Uh, Alton Smith is the only one who actually looks credible. I'm really, really mad at Demarcus Lawrence. You want to know why? Because he's from my favorite college. How you going to rep Boise State and not even show up? Like you can't be you can't be like that, dude, for real. I'm just I'm mad at certain players of Dallas. Amari Cooper is supposed to be better. Now I would like to say that there's no excuse, but I remember just hang with me here. When DeAndre Hopkins and Houston play with quarterbacks like Matt Castle. TJ Yates. Heck, there's a whole lot of people on that list. And he still found a way to be successful. So, some of these receivers, some of the excuses to go up to, oh, I didn't have a good quarterback. Neither did D-Hop. And some of you wide receivers are just way overrated. I think Amari Cooper is a good talent. He's one of those guys. He's just, he's not worth the money he got paid. I actually believe that within a couple of years, CeeDee Lamb may actually be better than him. I think he's more explosive right now. He's, you know what? I could talk about Dallas all day. I'm not going to get into this. Dallas is number 31, and that's exactly where I'm leaving y'all. Period. Dallas, you're done. You're down. Down a spot, Dallas. 31. And moving up to number 30 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, okay. So, there is a few reasons why as to why they jumped Dallas and they moved up as far as the power ranking to number 30, okay? I'm going to be really completely honest with you. Jacksonville's running back looks better than Dallas's running back. You want to make it any more simple than that? The Jacksonville Jaguars played a team with three losses. The Dallas Cowboys, even though they played a rival... Gave up 40 points to Alex Smith and a rookie running back over there in Washington on Thanksgiving. National TV, you give up 40-something points. Jacksonville played a really close game at home against the Cleveland Browns. And a really physical game, actually. 
even though the Jaguars have a rookie quarterback that probably is not going to be in the NFL in the next three years, they're still playing better than Dallas. The defense is better than Dallas is right now in Jacksonville. And the offensive line is playing better, even though Dallas has more talent on the offensive line. I honestly believe if they played right now, Jacksonville would win 23-19, and they would beat Dallas. See, these are one of those unfortunate games I would love to see. Unfortunately, we won't get to see that this year. Jacksonville, congratulations. You're moving up, even though you lost to a Cleveland team. Congratulations, Jacksonville. You're still in the running for uh, Lawrence, by the way, so you're good there. You just need the Jets to win the game. I hope that they put in Joe Flacco. All right, y'all. And that is number 30, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yo, 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 and at number 29, every time I watch them, I feel like they're in quicksand. I don't think their talent is as bad as they look. I just think that the leadership on the team, not coaching the team. I don't think uh, Doug Peterson is a problem at all. I really have lost almost all faith in Carson Wentz. Um, he admittingly probably shouldn't have done this. That he had an ego issue and that he basically walked in there and thought, you know, he was the big bad dog. And then he started getting hurt and then his confidence didn't catch up to Nick Foles' popularity. So, you're having injury issues, you're having confidence problems, and you can't live up to a guy who basically returned home, even though it's not his home, to lead a team to a Super Bowl, something that you really couldn't do because uh, let, let's let's keep it 100. The year after Nick Foles uh, helped win the Super Bowl, he came back the next year. And if it wasn't for Alston Jeff, Al, Alshon Jeffrey dropping a touchdown, they might have been right back in the Super Bowl mix again because of Nick Foles. So Nick Fields had a real hold on that offense when they were running it and you were hurt two years in a row. And then you came back two years ago. You got to the playoffs. You got hurt. 
I, wait, was that this year or last year? Was that two years ago or last year? You were playing the game against the Chicago Bears in the playoffs, and you got hurt in the first quarter, and y'all lost. I really don't remember. Huh. I forgot what year. But anyway. I remember that MVP from Carson Wentz. MVP year. Oh, yeah, that he didn't win. Because he got hurt. I... I would trade him to Chicago to see what Matt Nagy could do with Carson Wentz in Chicago because that's the only team that makes sense for him. Matt Nagy in Chicago and Carson Wentz is the only thing that makes sense. And I'm sorry. I didn't like him in North Carolina. I don't like the quarterback for the Bears now. I like Nick Foles. Sue me. But anyway, that is the Philadelphia Eagles dropping to number 29. And last week, they were 27. So, like I said, we got a couple new teams that's coming up here soon. So, but Philly dropped, drops. And can we just hope that um, can we hope that Jalen Hurts actually gets a shot and everybody says well they're not letting him in because of this and that and that he's probably just no he's a different type of quarterback and the reason why they haven't put him in is because he runs a completely different skill set and he plays a completely different way. With the talent that they do have on Philly, with that offensive line, I actually do believe that Jalen Hurts would play better with that team just based on the talent that they have. Um, Looking at the release, I actually do believe that Jalen Hurts might actually release the ball better. Uh, not quicker, but better. Uh, Carson Wentz got this funky, like, sling it thing, and he always finds himself in trouble because of it. I don't believe in Carson Wentz's me- mechanics either. I think, like, how come none of the professionals have talked about, not talked about Carson Wentz's mechanics? There's a reason why he's this off. And why he's why lately he's been throwing interceptions and not looking accurate is because his mechanics are off, and it's obvious. But for some reason, when it comes to Carson Wentz, but because he was drafted, they don't talk about it. Jalen Hurts was drafted in the second round and improved from Alabama to Oklahoma. Let's see how much he improved from Oklahoma to here. Is it possible? Possible that he's just being coached up before they put him on the field. They didn't just take Carson Wentz off and then say, oh, okay, let's just throw him out there and see what he can do. No, they're building a playbook. 
they're prepping him properly before they just put him out there. And honestly, if you throw him out early, you lose all your playoff chances because you're actually right there. Think about it. The Philadelphia Eagles might be a three-game win streak from making the playoffs. You never know. We all know Dallas ain't winning no three games in a row. <laughs> so, it's it's going to be interesting. I want to see Jalen Hurts play. Like I said, guys, and again, that's 29 Philadelphia Eagles. you guys in that number 28 you know what um if you would have looked at the Cincinnati Bengals they gave up Dunlap to Seattle draft picks and you would have think that they were giving up no they fought hard against the Giants and I know the Giants aren't blowing anybody away or anything, but I saw the Giants improving from week to week on the little things. They're becoming a more physical football team. They're they kind of, Joe Judge really built an identity that New York is kind of used to. He's kind of bringing it back. Um Uh, Cincinnati's not going to win a game for the rest of the year. It's not going to be too bad because I honestly think that with the talent they have on defense that they might actually be able to hang in there, but I don't see them winning another game for the rest of the year. And I don't want to see them fall on this list, so I hope they stay competitive. You know, unlike Dallas, who just gave up 44 points. Sorry, I'm still talking about Dallas. Um, all right, guys. I mean, Cincinnati doesn't really have a lot to talk about, to be completely honest. You know. You know what? I did want to. I did want to say something about. It. Hold on, let me back into my driveway here. That's the curb. You know, I moved into this house, and I'm still not used to backing into my driveway. Anybody else have that problem? Anyway. All right. The... Going off the notes, y'all. The Cincinnati Bengals play the Dolphins. Ooh, that could be interesting. Is that a possible upset for the unfortunate picks? I don't know, but if that if they if they are gonna get a win before the end of the year, the Dolphins would be the team. I think the Dolphins are kinda showing their weakness right now. Um they may get to the postseason, but they definitely ain't winning the game there. Uh uh. Yeah, that's it for Cincinnati, guys. Cincinnati, number twenty eight. It's about time. We got a new team at number 27. And 
I haven't looked up the specifics to see who's going to retake over uh, for the Detroit Lions, but the general manager and the coach are gone. Interim coach is going to be interesting because normally teams play better with interim coaches, but I don't like Patricia. I'm still honestly, I'm still upset that Jim Codwell does not have a job and he lost it to that guy. Jim Codwell had a winning record with practically the same roster, minus a wide receiver and minus a DB. Like I don't know how Detroit got so bad under him. Like they 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 were competing, but it, they just they weren't what they were supposed to be under him. They were supposed to progress, not regress. And like that's literally the only thing I can say about Detroit. But they do play the Bears. They play the Bears. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. I don't, I, you know what? I don't know who's going to win that game. I'd have to look up more into that before I can answer that question. I was going to come back to Detroit at 27. Um, hmm. Detroit is interesting because they actually have good talent. They have okay talent linebacker. They have a couple of good pass rushers. They have a very, very, very seasoned running back. And then they got Swift. And Swift I believe he's a future top 10 running back in the NFL. I give it three years. With the right coach. This is one of those teams I hope Bill Belichick would go coach, which sounds really weird. Because they seem to have, like, talent that New England would love to have. Anyway, hmm. again, you guys, Detroit at 27. Sorry about that. I know I was supposed to go into 26, but I had to. All right, you guys. So, interim head coach is Daryl Bevel. Uh, defensive coordinator for Detroit, now going to be interim head coach. And honestly, he probably needs these next five games. Um, I know of Daryl Bevel. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he also spent some time in Baltimore. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's not a dummy. He knows how to run a locker room. And yeah, I'm talking about Detroit again because I didn't want to just leave uh, leave that hanging without without not being aware the last four days 
uh, who was going to be the interim head coach for Detroit. But he will not be the head coach moving uh, forward. But, man, I'm sorry, guys. Wouldn't this be the perfect job for Jim Harbaugh? I, I, I mean, come on. Like, perfect job for Jim Harbaugh. He knows how to build teams. He's an offensive line guy. He's a quarterback guy. He's good with running backs. And I think the whole Michigan thing, he just he's not able to recruit the people he wants. And if he goes to Detroit, Matthew Stafford will stay there. So Detroit is not a bad situation. I just think that Patricia was so bad as a head coach, it makes Detroit look worse than they were. I hope that makes sense to you guys because I never believed in the rocket scientists coaching football anyway. But, all right, guys, again, that's it for Detroit. And again, Detroit was number 27. Let's jump into 26. Coming in at number 26. 26, right? 26, 26, 26. Yes, 26. We got another new team. And before I say, I mean, you want to talk about guys who should be fired? Vic Vangio of the Denver Broncos, dude. I think he's the only coach that lost his team mentally to COVID. And I think that has to do with Vic Vangio more than the players. Um, I'm sorry. I would I would not bring him back. I know John Elway likes to get the cheap diamond in the rough sort of guys. But if you're going to do that, you need to get somebody who's going to be able to really coach this defense because next year, the Denver Broncos are projected to be my top three by the end of next season. They're going to have the scariest possible pass rush we have seen since Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney. Von Miller will come back stronger than ever, almost guaranteed. But there's a guy on his defense you guys don't even know. And he is a monster. But... Okay, so getting past that. uh, (laughs) All right, Denver Broncos is new to the list. Now, what's new to Denver? Oh, yeah, they played with no quarterback last week. No quarterback. And... They completed one pass. I believe I believe they completed one pass last week. 
Okay, they completed one pass last week. I would like to say that I'm happy for the quarterback who came off the practice squad and was able to uh, get, you know, a $50,000 check due to the game. Um, it, it's nice to see those kind of stories with... Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a nice story. Um... But let, let me jump back for a second. So when Von Miller comes back, they will have Bradley Chubb on the other side of him. That pass rush is going to be monstrous. And yeah, I'm making up words monstrous. That is th- those those two together is is insane, insane. So that being said, I do believe Drew Locke will be playing this week. Um, do not play him in your fantasy. I am not pushing that. Um, he has to grow up first before anybody can really believe in him. So, again, the Denver Broncos are new to this list. They have a great defense, great defensive talent, but no real team. And Vic Vangio is number two on my list of firearms. So... We'll get to the episode of Firearms. I think that's one of those episodes that we're going to have to do one a year. Before Black Monday comes out. I'm going to have to drop a Firearms. Anyway. So new to the list again, you guys, is the Denver Broncos at number 26. All right, you guys, and coming in at number 25 and the star of the list this week is the Carolina Panthers holding their hot spot. Carolinas are holding on to their hot spot because they nearly beat a team that actually they might. They most likely should have beat. I'm not even going to get into it. It was a really close game. They lost 28-27 to the Minnesota Vikings. And they have a bye week this week. So, And actually, I think they're one of the teams that that will help. Um, Teddy Bridgewater can get close to 100%. Uh, Hopefully... My boy P.J. Walker will get a few snaps. Um, But Carolina, I think, is playing better football than we kind of expected them to. Their record just doesn't show it. And the next game the Carolina Panthers will be is Denver, and that's in 12-13. That's actually going to be a good game. 
All right, you guys, on to the unfortunate picks. Those were the unfortunate team rankings. Unfortunately, why did the Jets have to stay at the bottom, man? Like, for real. And the question is, is who could they get to replace? I mean, if you want to talk about deep pockets, Jim Harbaugh could go to the Jets over Detroit. But wouldn't wouldn't they have better talent with Jim Harbaugh in New York over Detroit? I'm actually interested. I mean, we know Frank Gore wouldn't stay there. I'm just saying. It's going to be interesting. All right, you guys. And that was the 25th. Yes, yes, yes. That is the Carolina Panthers. Still fighting for a playoff spot, you guys. Hey, again, you guys. I'm kind of sad. Last week I went 2-2. Two and two. I was right on Thanksgiving and wrong completely off of Thanksgiving. I've always been PO'd at the Raiders. It's, you know, doesn't make sense. But that being said, again, my unfortunate picks. I was 2-2. Two and two. Like I said, I was really happy about Washington winning, and I'm still rooting for them. It's my other two... Of the unfortunate picks that really let me down. And come on, who saw, I think I said it earlier, who saw the Raiders beating John Gruden and putting a 40-burger up? Anyway. So, I'm going two more games, you guys. I went two and two last week. I feel like I still need to redeem myself because... None of the unfortunate teams that I picked had won, even though, let's see, the Falcons and the Washington football team won, but I didn't feel that Washington was a underdog because they were playing Dallas. So I couldn't really feel in good confidence and root for that. But I do have a game here, a couple of games. Okay. I am rooting, unfortunately, this is the two biggest unfortunate upsets. The Cowboys over the Ravens, and the Ravens will be 6-6 six and six at the end of that game. And then the Lions over the Bears... I just read somewhere that they're a three-point favorite. As my boy would say. Yeah, they'll cover that. They'll cover that. So. Again, my two games for this week are the Cowboys over Ravens. And the Lions over the Bears with their new coach, Daryl Bevel. Have a good evening, guys.
Have a great one. Enjoy the Sunday. Enjoy the family. Yeah. I'm out. Let me break about your phone.